how do you feel about your loss? Shut up. No, I want to know. Tell me how you feel about your loss. I'm fucking mad that I literally needed one catch. I literally needed the most bare minimum of a wide receiver, and I couldn't get it for 15 minutes. Hit the oh. music. I can't use my odd connection with Kaufman to just totally crush you anymore. My Green Bay Packers, bitch! The Bengals. What are you eating? I. Why are you eating it on air? Don't worry about it. Jimmy Harbaugh. He won him to succeed, and he never did. It's sad. His whole career is like a, a legit episode of like Get Smart. All right, I'm so glad someone hit the music there. It's me, the Cheese Abides, and the OG Cheeseman at Twice. Wait, you guys know it's great. You know it's great, you guys. What? I don't know. Unexpected playoff runs. Let's go ahead and let's talk about some. But who am I talking with to at for and? Why? Uh, oh, I said and. You're talking, I know, but oh, Jesus Christ. You're talking to Anthony F. Uh, I didn't even <laughs> ask one of those questions. You're talking to Anthony F., who's already very tired of Cheeseman, uh, but he still loves him. Uh, you can follow me at born to run underscore 19. Don't forget, follow the podcast at uh, beards underscore balls. Uh, rate review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. What? You say a rape or review? How do you rape reviews? I did not say that. Now, I did not say that. Anyways, Ulysses is here. Ulysses, share us the, who, who you are. You have a rape or review, Ulysses? <sighs> okay. Ulysses has to gain his composure because Cheeseman has broken him. So, uh, while he does that, so, yeah. Hold on. Um, you guys remember early in this podcast, in the life of the podcast, when I kept saying I demand more Cheeseman? You regret that, don't you? You didn't regret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I am a very apologetic Ulysses. You can find me at we underscore CHO underscore on pretty much everything yeah mm-hmm. oh man yeah Jeez. anthony i, I told you regret it one day that day has yeah. come well i told you nobody listened to me nobody listened to me that's why Cheeseman. it was a good thing they were talking over me ulysses now but you know what now they can't stop me i know my i can't use my odd connection with kaufman to just totally crush you anymore so that's what happens you know, when Kaufman abandons gone. you to take care of his mental health. Uh, sure. You really have got to stop hitting that one because he's never going to want to come back. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's never coming back anyway, and I miss him. I miss my Wade Miley friend. Well, we'll work on that some other time that's not on the podcast. We are here to talk about what, Cheeseman, you already said it. Great. And unexpected playoff runs. Okay, okay. Talk about let's get let's get weird. Er. Well, I don't know about weird. Er. What is what's the first one we're going to talk about then? Um. So these are not going to be. Uh, if you've listened to the show, we don't do chronological anything. We are pretty much the equivalent of the inside of my mind, which is jumping around from one tangent to another. So that's what we're going to do. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about this one. Talk about the 2009 and 2010 Jets. Oh, like, I especially want to talk about them because those are I I had to put them there. 
um, I'm the one who did all the research, but I knew very well about, I, I knew quite a bit about this team uh, just so we know about, so let's, before we talk about the 2000 jets, let's talk about the, the lesser 2009 jets because the 2010 jets actually managed to go 11 and five. Right. Yes, uh, it is. But the nine and seven 2009 jets are a little bit more unexpected because I mean, they're, well, they're coached by Rex Ryan. So I think what that was his first year coaching them. Uh, was. That was the year he that was the year he guaranteed a playoff. Uh, he guaranteed a Super Bowl. He guaranteed that they were going to beat New England. All of that. In the end, he did get you know to have the last laugh. I guess uh, that team featured uh, Darrell Rivas, Mark Sanchez, uh, Bart Scott. You remember names like Dustin Keller and Braylon Edwards. Braylon Edwards, uh, I do dude. remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jericho Cotri, uh, Calvin Pace, Sean Green. They, they were pretty, they weren't a team full of stars, but they were very well coached. I guess they were well coached and they they were really good complementary pieces. Um, I guess the re- one of the reasons that, that it's very unexpected, great unexpected uh, playoff run is because like, it's the Who Jets. expected? Well, first of all, it's the Jets. Well, you know, well, you know what's funny is that they were expected to be a little bit better than they were that year because of that team. I mean, heading into the playoffs, they're again they're nine and seven. They're matching up against two Cheesemen, the Bengals, the Bengals. Uh, and what did they do to them, Cheesemen? The information's right there if you look at it. Please read it they to me. Won. I know. I see it. I'm looking well, at what, it. What did they beat them by? And yes, they beat them 24 to 14. You know how the, the, the best thing about this, and I didn't put this with every, every, um, I guess every game, I didn't put these stats for everything. Cause why I'm not going to spend all that time, but I did with these games because specifically for one guy for Mark Sanchez, because look at, look at his numbers. And then, you know, the fact that they won. Well, Mark Sanchez came into the league with lots of hype and, it looked like he was going to kind of deliver on it that season because he came out guns blazing and, you know, they beat them. They beat the Bengals. They beat the Chargers, which were also uh, the Phillip Rivers led Chargers, which was, which were good. The only thing is mm-hmm. they fell short to the Colts who lost to the Saints in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was the year that the Colts lost to the Saints, right? That, that that's the Super Bowl that I think Peyton did throw one. He did give his uh, New Orleans Saints, uh, his dad's team, uh, he gave them a Super Bowl at the end when he threw that pick too. Uh, what a what a weird. I don't know. Then you have like the the Jets managed to follow up that season with an eleven and five season. season, a better season where you're looking that that's the season where they got LT. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was weird seeing him in that. They got Santonio Holmes from uh, from the Steelers. Uh, I th- I think those were the two big additions, but they immediately made a big difference for them. Oh yeah. Now Cheeseman they beat the Patriots a... to get to the championship game. What are you eating? I why are you eating it on air? Don't worry about it. They beat the Patriots to get to the <sighs> AFC championship game. Wait, 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 wait. Tell me the, the the reason that this one is a little bit more impressive is because they beat Peyton Manning first, then they beat Tom Brady, and it wasn't and they almost beat Ben Roethlisberger. That's pretty good. And then the Steelers went on to lose to who? My Green Bay Packers, bitch. Of which you have how many rings from? Four now. No, 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 no. You personally. Oh, I personally have uh, physically hold zero rings. 
but you'd like to hold one physically, right? As you said. Yes, I would. Okay. 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 Fine. Whatever. Mm. Ulysses, how do you remember those Jets teams? It's weird. I, I, well, those, those teams, I distinctly always remember having a conversation with my pops about it because my, my dad was a fan of football since he watched it like in his early to mid 20s. So around the 70s, right? And what was the key to win back in those days? A solid run game and a solid defense, right? And passing when you need to. To see a team in the era where, like, the air raid was going to start really taking over, right? Where it was the era where, like, either you have a star quarterback or you're a bottom feeder, you know? Mm -hmm. And to see a team Mm -hmm. legitimately start winning with uh, defense and a solid run game, you could see how it it was weird because... If they would have won a title, who would have known? Like maybe, maybe we would have seen more of a run-centric team. Maybe we would have seen people start focusing more on the defense. But since the fact that they didn't make it all the way, and this is someone, this is talking from someone who never really liked Mark Sanchez. Like I never thought he was going to be a star. I thought at best he was going to be like a very average quarterback. You know? Well, Mark uh, Sanchez had like what one year? Was it one year, Cheeseman? Ulysses that he had as uh, with USC. No, he was there for a good while. Thought he was but there like one four. year of like, but like one year of actually starting. I know, like he had like a, a like a very low number of games that he played in. He college. did. I thought he was. I thought he went the full four years, but only played like one or two. I'm I'm actually pretty curious about that because I know that um, I remember when he was drafted by the Jets that they were there was a lot of people who were like. Uh, we're not sure how this is going to turn out. Except um, for those fans in New York. I, I remember that they were cheering their asses off. True, but they're Jets Fantasy, fans. What man. more do they have to cheer about? I mean, think about it. Similar to the Bears, all they do is talk about Joe Namath. You know what's crazy, though? Is Mark Sanchez, well, but, but Joe Namath brought them a ring, to be fair. Mark Sanchez, it's funny that he played 10 seasons in the NFL. It's just, and yeah. He never passed the role of game manager. So he was with USC for all four years, but he was backup for his first three and he didn't like get his chance until 07 when he, when their other quarterback got injured and then he became pretty popular because look at, look at who it's, it's Southern California. He's he's a Hispanic. I mean, you know what? Of course. Uh, but it is interesting. I mean, he is always going to be able to say that he went to back to back AFC championship games. And that he beat Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Carson Palmer and Philip Rivers. Those are all the quarterbacks that he beat in those two years. That's an impressive lineup of guys. You, you can never take that away from Mark Sanchez, I guess. Cheese, you look like you've got a weird smile on your face. It's just funny just thinking about it. Just thinking about how those two seasons, the Jets were actually good and legit contenders and how fast it all fell apart is amazing. And, and it all window, And nobody knew it was only a two year window. Usually yeah. a window is at least five. They had two years and then it just dropped. It's funny. And, it all, and it's all like, it feels like it's represented physically with the butt fumble. It like is. When that, when is that happened, part. that's where it's like, oh, those last two years somehow were flukes. Like, what the fuck is happening Those before were aberrations our very eyes? of the highest degree? Yes, that is what they were. 
but it, again, it, is it so? So the year that they win eleven and five, they beat a ten and six Colts team. They beat a, t- a fourteen and two Patriots. Like they beat a, that team, beat a fourteen and two Patriots with Mark Sanchez. It's just pr- impressive. I, you can't take that away from them. You know, say what you will about Rex Ryan or Mark Sanchez or you know. I mean, it was by the so way, impressive. The best thing about that the the twenty ten Jets, by the way, with the was that they had Cromartie and his fleet of children on there. Uh, that's that's the year that they were they were on hard knocks. Remember? Yes. Oh uh, my god, he just kept listing them off, and he for, no, and he forgot some of the names of his kids. Oh, yes. that was so good, so good. All right, Cheeseman, what's up next? Um, uh, let's go back to the back. You guys remember back. when the Patriots didn't have Tom Brady? Uh, I actually I don't at this point. It's been oh, so okay. long. That's, that, that's well, okay, my, my prime. Okay, timeout timeout that that's wrong we all three of us can say we remember a time when the patriots don't have tom brady because that is current yeah <laughs> so what you mean is what you should say is do you remember when the patriots didn't have six championships and tom brady there yes that's true as well okay what what about that that uh, that dark era for that team year was 1985 and they oh. were the first team to win three road playoff games. Holy shit, that's impressive. Well, oh, considering wow. that what it's 1985, um 85 is what's is what number for the Super Bowl? 20, I think. Uh yeah, I believe it is. We all know who won that because that fucking fan base won't shut up about winning that one Super Bowl, that one yeah, shuffle. Year. We did the shuffle. Uh we had a fat motherfucker named Refrigerator. That's what they can hang their hat on. You're talking about the 1985 New England Patriots. So uh, the most memorable thing about that team is the fact that they lost to the fifth. They were routed by the 15 and one Chicago Bears in the Super Bowl. But before that, uh, you got to give it that they they beat the 11 and five Jets, the 12 and four Raiders and the 12 and four Miami uh, Dolphins. They had lost to all three of those teams in the regular season, and they were in the same division with two of them. It's pretty impressive that that year you had three AFC East championship or uh, AFC East teams make it. It's really hard to think about a time when the Patriots weren't the Patriots nowadays, isn't it? It's so weird to think about how they almost left New England and then Robert Kraft stepped in. They did. Uh, you, You want to know what's the weirdest thing about the 1985 Patriots, though? Who the hell was on the team? I can tell you who they were coached by because I've, I I know I know his name and I I looked it up but it was Raymond Barry. Uh, I cannot for the life of me remember. It's funny. Okay, so this ties back to John Madden. There's this great great video and it's like um, part of their Super Bowl coverage, right? And it's a video of John Madden breaking down on a on a little uh, whiteboard. He's breaking down the forty six defense. It's fucking fun to watch, but he's talking, and it was on that one that I that he's kind of talking about the who's on the the Patriots, and I'm like, I have never heard of a single one of these people. Like, or they do not exist. Do they? If we don't know who they are, do they not exist? That is correct. Uh, but you know the best thing about that Patriots team is they were rocking the old logo. Yeah, that's a you know the one, and also the quarterback was Tony Eason. <laughs> so. That's yeah, yeah. That's uh, they had a guy named Lynn Dawson. <laughs> oh, Craig James. It's one of those. That's cool. Uh, Craig James. He was like really great in SMU. 
Mm-hmm. The the fullback. It, it's funny. Like again, these are not. They're just not teams that you're gonna. The the, the eighty five Bears are gonna be a team that will always fall to the wayside because sure they did great things by again winning three home uh, the Patriots away playoff games. The, you mean the Patriots? The you said the Bears. The, Bears? the uh the Patriots. You know, winning that uh, three on the road games and actually getting there. And all we're going to remember them for is getting stuffed by the Bears. Okay. Uh, here's the thing Ch- Ulysses, if I had asked you who the Bears had played, would you have remembered? Would you have known? Yeah. Uh, that, I would have okay. definitely remembered that. To, to be fair, it's also us. So I guess what we should say is if we yeah, ask the average or a casual, sports you know nfl fan i don't know if they'd be able to say oh well it's the patriots i don't yeah, think I, I would agree with that i don't think they'd know that the patriots made it to two super bowls before tom brady no i i agree with that yeah, yeah like it, 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 the, the patriots were founded in like 2001 mm-hmm. oh for a lot of people it's like they didn't exist before tom brady uh but that's it is it's 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 hard it's funny because it is hard to talk a, uh, about these kinds of teams that are older because you know we just weren't around there's not it's just not we don't have the details but it it is interesting when you do look at that when you do look at their stat lines and things like that but i don't know maybe we should uh, talk about the 1995 indianapolis cults because there's some interesting names on this team or at least there's one big interesting name yeah two, two. there's two jimmy harbaugh yeah co- it was quarterbacking he had an uh, and and who did he have running behind him marshall the, the ram folk yeah like that team had more uh, that they were nine and seven that year in 95 but they beat the, they beat the Chargers, and and then and then they beat the thirteen and three Chiefs, who are coached by everyone's favorite. Uh, what do you call it? Um, stepping runner stone. Up. Everyone's favorite runner up, Marty Schottenheimer. God, Marty Schottenheimer. Oh, he is like he is like the face of. Oh, almost got there, didn't you? Oh, close, not quite there urinating yet. Sorry, tree. guy. Urinating tree on YouTube did a whole video about Marty Schottenheimer's career. And by the end of it, you just feel sad. Because he's do. such a great guy. He's such a didn't great guy. He... You want him to succeed, and he never did. It's sad. Didn't he go on? He's he's the one who coached the 14-2 and two Chargers, right? Yeah. And then they fired him, like, after that. Yeah. Like, because they lost like, to the uh... Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. His whole career is like a, a legit episode of, like, Get Smart. <laughs> that's a that's a very interesting way of putting it. I like that. I like that a lot. You know what my favorite thing about the 99, 1995 Indianapolis Colts is? Is that they lost to the Steelers in the AFC Championship. And do you know what that meant, Ulysses? That meant that the Steelers went on to lose to the Dallas Cowboys in 1995 in the Super Bowl. So, you know, that the was the last time. That was the last time it was good to be a Cowboys fan, and we can't remember it. <sighs> What a fucking twenty something years it's been. But anyways, yeah, the 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 Colts. Uh, it it is interesting that that you know whenever we think of Jim Harbaugh now, we think of Jim Harbaugh, khaki pants, you know, 49ers, Michigan, Stanford, all of that. But we forget. I always forget that he he was a quarterback. You know that he started. Uh, Harbaugh had also started. Also played on the Bears, right? Cheese. 
Uh, I think he did. Yeah. Let me look yeah. at his career real quick. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I also, I loved Marshall Falk. Uh, I, I think yeah. I forget which one. I loved using him in the Madden. In uh, the Madden, was he on the cover of that Madden? He was on the cover of a Madden. I, that the Madden that he was on the cover of us, but he was, was the Rams. Oh two, yeah. What well, was when the Rams were like the greatest show on turf? He was the um, yeah. He did play for he played for the Bears, the Ravens, the Chargers, the Lions, the Panthers, and obviously the Colts. Okay, he did. He who did he play for last? The Panthers. Okay, okay. Wow, that's huh. You, you don't think you don't really think about John Harbaugh the quarterback, do we? Like at all. Uh, but well, that's them. The next year is an interesting team in '96. Cheeseman. Who is that? Oh yeah, that's the upstarts. That will be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Can you believe that the Jacksonville Jaguars have somehow managed to, considering who they are, have been to two AFC championships? That's still, considering that what the franchise has done, you're like, okay, it's pretty impressive, I guess. And when they started off, they were good. Well, no, no. So here's the interesting thing about those Jaguars in '96. Because that's the second year that they were a, a franchise. In '95, when they did debut, they were bad. They were really bad. They were four and twelve. Uh, and then Tom Coughlin turned it around and was like, "Hey, sure, we got outscored by ten points this season, but we're gonna string together some five, uh, five wins in a row. Go nine and seven. Beat the Bills." Beat the number one seed, thirteen and three Denver Broncos, who at that point had gotten Elway, had Elway, and fucking Terrell Davis. Yeah, and and they beat them barely, and then they lost to the Patriots. Who lost to, to the Packers? And who Super lost Bowl. to the Packers? Yeah, is that the, like, when like Mark Brunel was their quarterback? Yeah, that is Mark Brunel. Burrell, yes, uh, he led the league in passing that year, yards at least. Uh, the quarter, the the Jaguars when they started had three very underrated quarterbacks lead their franchise: and Brunel, Gerard, and Leftwich. Gerard was a fun quarterback to to watch because he could move his legs pretty well. Yeah, uh, they God, had three really bad. good quarterbacks to start the franchise with, and then they got Blake Bortles, and it all went to hell. Blake Bortles and Trevor Lawrence after has not that. been Tre- good. Well, to be fair, Trevor Lawrence did have Urban Meyer problems. Let's just put it that way. Oh, Urban. Yeah, I can't escape talking about you, can I? Ever. Uh, Ulysses, you said you had two that you that weren't on this list. I want to know one of them, at least. Okay, so if, if I could cheat a little bit, I want to talk right. about the whole I, the playoff push to get to it, as well as the playoffs itself. Now, granted, the playoff run wasn't very long, mm-hmm. but this team had probably top three best moments I've ever seen play live, and that's the 2010 mm-hmm. C- uh, Seattle Seahawks. Is this, are you talking about the seven and nine Seahawks? You're muted. You're muted. He muted himself, guys. No, I had a phone call. All right, give me a second. Oh, okay. But you're talking about the seven and nine Seahawks, right? Yeah. Oh, that was the year when they went seven and nine. They had no, like, that was the year where the NFL collectively should have just said the NFC West is banned from the playoffs. 
Because how the hell do you go under 500 and still are allowed to make the playoffs? And then not to mention that they went into uh, New Orleans, right? No, no, yeah. no. They the didn't go into. Oh, no, they yeah. hosted. Went to Seattle. That's right. Because they, won the, they won the division. division. <laughs> Insanity. They hosted a, a playoff game. Again, at 7-9, and nine, right? They had to literally win two games just to get to 500. Um, and Marsh, uh, Marshawn Lynch ended up doing probably the greatest run. The beast like Holy hell. Oh my now, God. sadly, they ended up losing the next week to the Chicago Bears of all damn teams. Is that but, the year that it was the Packers and the Bears in the NFC Championship? It was. 2010. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we remember that. Cutler quit on the team. Yeah, that's the one where, yeah, Jay Cutler just, man, Jay Cutler was a quarterback. Jay Cutler is probably the best quarterback the Bears have ever had, and that's sad. It is. It's true. God, like I hope Justin Fields works out for them. So do. Wow, that's how des- that's how that's how like much he doesn't see the Bears as a threat is that he can actively hope that their quarterback turns out. Who's he throwing it to? It has one throw person to throw to and a fuck ton of tight ends, and you can't have that many on the field. I'm not worried about you ever, Chicago. You just are in my way. That's a good point. Look, that's why I don't know why Aaron would ever leave that division if he's king. But to the AFC South, the easiest division to win. Not when Derrick Henry lives, my friend, will, and, jo- will, and Jonathan cut, Taylor. They will cut Tannehill to get Rodgers. Oh, absolutely. I would, too. But anyways, we're talking about other things uh, away from that. Ulysses, I'm so glad you brought up those 7-9 and nine Seahawks because I almost did, and I wasn't sure because of their like the length of their playoff run. But what is funny is that that was their second year in a row being seven and nine. And then like, I think that was what the, they were going to draft Russell Wilson the next year. Right. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was, I believe uh hassle. Um, yeah. Matt Hasselbeck was like still the quarterback. So I okay. would have drafted him t- relatively soon. Or was it Tavares Jackson who I always feel like they Tavares? had as a backup for backup forever. Forever. No, that one. I believe that was Hasselbeck, though. Okay, okay. On the other end of seven and nine, let's flip that and let's go to nine and seven because I'm always, I'm always interested in these nine and seven teams. Now, this team, I'm just going to mention them as, um, as a footnote, not because you know they're. I, I don't know anything about the 1979 LA Rams really, other than what I saw here. But the only reason I want to mention them is because they were the first nine and seven team to make the Super Bowl. Who was the first nine and seven team to win the Super Bowl? I do not know. Do we think? I'm pretty confident that it's a team that's on here. Hmm. What do you guys think? Is it the New York Giants? It's the 2012 Giants. Okay. Which is funny because everybody seems to, uh, I don't know. If we're talking about the, the Giants in playoffs, so we got to talk about the, the 2012 Giants and the 2007 Giants. I think we talk about them together uh, because it is fascinating uh, what they, what that team managed to, what those teams managed to do. Guys, Ulysses, you're, you're a Cowboys fan like I am. 
in 2007, how did it feel watching the Giants take on the undefeated, the 10 and six at the time? Again, this is 2007, not 2012. Uh, the 10 six Giants, what did it feel like watching them take on the 16 and 0 undefeated team of destiny Patriots? You know, I distinctly remember being of two thoughts. I definitely didn't want to see New York ever win anything, obviously. And the idea of being able to say, like, yeah, I remember watching a perfect season, you know, that I thought that would have been amazing. But the other, my other thought was that was right in the heart of the evil empire. You know, that was right around the time where Brady and Belichick were just the worst, you know, <laughs> like, Oh yeah. I mean, it, that was right when they, they were just, they had their way with the entirety of the league. You know, they had arguably the best uh, quarterback coach tandem and probably even like upper management tandem, you know, and mm-hmm. I just didn't want to see them win. You know, I like part of me just was like, God, do I want to see the perfect season? Or what, do I want to be happy and knowing that they lost, but also be miserable <clears throat> that the Giants won? So I yeah. just remember just thinking, I'll be honest with you. I distinctly remember my thought now that I'm talking to myself about this. I just remember being mad that, the wing stop that we ordered our barbecue wings at didn't, <laughs> didn't didn't make them and they gave us like some bullcrap teriyaki wings i remember that that's my main thought about that super bowl <laughs> well that's a good thought to have uh i'm on the same but bo- i'm in the same boat with you ulysses i was torn uh, not necessarily that i felt like i wanted to see history because i didn't give a shit about history i was in my at the heights of my hating tom brady and bill belichick so it's the first and only it was the first time I take it. Not, not only it was the first time that I had found myself rooting for an NFC East team that wasn't the Cowboys. I mean, the Giants. Right. And I it was extra bittersweet because if you look at look at look at that playoff run, Cheeseman, who did they beat in the in these playoffs? Please read those. Uh, all three of us. The twenty the two thousand seven because we're gonna move into the twenty twelve Giants in just a sec. They start off by beating the Bucks, then they beat your Cowboys, and then they somehow the one beat seed. my my um my Packers. The number two seed, yeah. The, the so they so they beat the nine and seven Bucks. That's fine, nine and seven. They're better than them. Then they beat the ten, the thirteen and three Cowboys and Packers because both teams were thirteen and three. Uh. And then they beat the 16 and 0 Patriots. Their opponents in the playoffs combined records, including the Patriots, were 51 and 13. And they and they were the ones who came out of that's pretty that's pretty impressive shit. Like on top of that, I mean, think about the guys on that team. You had uh Eli Manning and Plaxico Burris and Michael Strahan, and uh, I think Brandon Jacobs was on that team, and OCU Minora and they hassled Tom Brady that whole time and real solid defense. Yeah. I mean, they, that pass rush was a nightmare for him. And then we all know the moment, the big moment of that game, the, 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 
uh, which I know that the catches is impre- the catch uh, the helmet catch by David K- Tyree is as impressive as it, as it is, but Eli Manning breaking out of that sack that was gonna happen is is it might be more impressive. Like holy crap! Yeah. I'm so surprised the refs didn't just blow the whistle. Um, I bet Patriots fans definitely wish that they had gotten that whistle. Um, but that's, I mean, that, that begins, you know, Eli Manning against the Patriots. He just seemed to have their number because guess what? Five fucking years later, he's like, oh, hey, Tom Brady, I'm here again. The, the, the 2012 Giants might be more impressive because they, they were nine yeah. and seven. They were nine and seven. They weren't even 10 and six. Uh, and this one had like, you had Manning and Jacobs and you also had Ahmad Bradshaw and you had Victor Cruz and you had Hakeem Nix and Antrill Roll and OCU Minora was back again. And then you had to blow his fingers up, uh, JPP, you know, Jason Pierre Paul, who he did blow his fingers up, guys. If you don't know that he was playing with fireworks and they blew his hand off or not his hand off his fingers. He has stubs. Yeah, he does. But he still kept playing football. Jeez, who did the 2012 Giants beat? Yeah, I know. They beat my Packers again, you son of a bitch. I know, but I want you to read all of the teams that they won. Uh, start want start off first with the, the Falcons. 10 and 6. 24 Falcons. to 2. Uh-huh. Then, then, the, then the Packers. And then the tell Niners. Me a little bit about that. Tell me a little bit about the record of those Packers. There were... Thir- there were the best team in football, fifteen and one. Yep, yep, yep. And then they lost. They beat the 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 Jim Harbaugh coached thirteen and three 49ers in the NFC Championship. And they beat the Patriots, who are thirteen and three. Funnily enough, both the two thousand seven Giants and and the two thousand twelve Giants. If you add up their the 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 teams that they beat, the records. They're both exactly 51 and 13, which I mean, that's a, I don't know. How do you guys feel about Eli Manning and Tom Coughlin that just that those teams Coughlin, I'm not the biggest fan of, but Eli, I love him because he's such a roll of the dice. Like when, when he's on dude, like I, I, I remember that. There was many a Monday night game or a Sunday night game against my Cowboys where when he just decides to be on and he will just light us up. Like the dude would drop him on a dime and he was old. He was always, he was, especially against our Cowboys, the guy was pretty clutch, you know? Yes, he was. And, and we opened Jerry World with a loss to him, to the right? Giants. Like they came into our new stadium and won. <laughs> And then, and part of me can't help but like respect him for that. And then, then he like has his like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde moments where you just forget that he's a starting caliber quarterback and he goes on like these weird like 200 yard games, three interceptions and whatnot. Like, he's such a a bipolar quarterback sometimes, and it's, it's fascinating to watch in the most like sadistic way sometimes i mean and then there are times where you're looking at him and you're like oh 
why can't you do what you're doing in the playoffs all the time? Like, wow, it's impressive. I mean, cheese, he beat your Packers twice. How does that make you feel? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. No, it's a podcast. You have to talk about it. It made me feel I, I didn't. I did not watch either one of those Super Bowls. Really? Oh, yeah. Bitter, I was very, oh, wow. very bitter about it. So no, I know. I understand bitter. I missed the David Tyree helmet catch, and I missed all the other excitement in the other one. But no, I didn't watch oh, it. I was like, nope, don't fucking like in, care. In, in, in I hate the Patriots, perfect. and I'm not watching these Giants. Yeah, because in perfect honesty, like they had no business being back. No, they did not. No, they did not. No, but yes. they, but here's the but the funny thing is, is they beat them thirty-seven to twenty. Like Dicks. that is like you be a nine and seven Giants beat a fifteen and one Green Bay by seventeen points. That you're again the the Giants are maybe of of the of all the teams we have on here probably the most the face of, of doing this, of upset playoff runs, you know, uh, I can't think of another team that's more suited for that, but uh, let's talk about the one that none of us want to talk about. Cheese. You see the year 2001. There's only three teams yep. on here that won a Super Bowl. This is one part of the empire. Yeah. When Drew Bledsoe went down, who the hell would have thought some kid named Tom Brady was going to take this and just ride this for the best career ever? It is the best career ever, isn't it, for a quarterback? It really like, is. Undoubtedly. Like, there's and no it's not doubt just, about it. It's not just, oh, he was carried by teams. No, he came at least a majority of those Super Bowls. He was the one saying, get on my back. I'm carrying you. A couple of them, it was, all right, yeah, I'm going to ride you guys. But most of the oh, time, well, it was, I, get on my back. I think the first two, maybe the first three, it was not so much Brady. But everyone after that is all Brady, all four of them. The fact that we're saying, well, after he after he won the first three, the next four, uh, that's, yeah, that sickens me. Uh, but that team, to be fair, wasn't exactly. They weren't bad. Like they were eleven and five. They were the second seed in the AFC. It's just nobody gave that like considered them to be like worth a shit compared Dude, to when you, you know lose your franchise quarterback. You're allowed to think that way, you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, it is. It, it's uh, just think about it. Right. In an alternate universe where Matt Castle led that. Patriots team to the Super Bowl. Brady might have left them early. You don't know. It's weird. I forget that Matt Castle was with them and they win eleven and five that year. Or in and they uh, didn't what make year was it? Yeah, the year that Tom Brady missed that whole season. Jeez, that was a that was a weird year. Um, but it is interesting because that's the first that that's like the first big moment where Vinatieri kind of is like starts punching his card for the hall of fame because he hits the game winner in, in the super bowl against the Rams. And it's also bittersweet because it's that super bowl where you're like, the Rams are 14 and two. They're the greatest show on turf. I love Kurt Warner. I always wish that he could have gotten that super bowl. Always. I mean, maybe it wouldn't have played that well into the movie then 
that you know the one that hey, Ulysses saw. It makes it it, it works out because Brady had the very same trajectory that Warner did. You know what's funny? Uh, Shazam plays Kurt Warner. That's funny to me. So weird looking in that movie. He's, so he I was going to ask you about that uh, about uh, the Kurt Warner movie. How like visually and looking alike how does that how did you what did you think about that i, I from what i remember he, he 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 pretty much got warner's like throwing motion down which that was pretty impressive to watch but like what's his name zachary levi i believe that's his name yeah zachary uh, levi yeah it, it's just weird that they made him try to make him look younger just by like throwing sh- uh, black shoe polish on his head, you know, and okay. like that—that's that's that not route. how you make him. So it just makes him look weirder. Just makes him look like he's got black shoe polish in his head. Yeah. Uh, all this Kurt Warner talk, guys. I think for the last team that we have to talk about, we have to talk about my favorite team on this list. Uh, that's the 2008 Cardinals. This is the Cardinals team that went all the way uh, to the, the Super Kurt Bowl. It's the Kurt Warner team. Yeah, they went all the way to the Super Bowl uh, to face the Steelers. I, honestly, that's one of my three favorite Super Bowls that I've ever watched live because it was a damn good game. They were coached by Ken Wisenhunt. The, okay, the names that I'm about to read, when you look back, you're like, these are pretty talented dudes. You know, Kurt Warner, Larry Fitzgerald. Anquan Bolden, Antrell Roll, Dominique Rogers Cromartie, a 22-year-old Calais Campbell, before we knew that he was going to eat everyone else alive, you know, that you put in front of him. Uh, Carlos Dansby, uh, a much older at the end of his, you know, career, Edrin James. That's pretty impressive, like, lineup of guys, but they were only nine and seven. Like, only nine and seven. They're the the Cardinals. It was back when the NFC West was probably the worst division in football. Yeah, I mean, they were, that division was pretty bad for a while. I mean, a, the seven and nine Seahawks won after this. Remember, you know, uh, we just talked about that fucking dumpster fire. Um, that year, Kurt Warner had three one thousand yard receivers. Larry Fitzgerald. Anquan Bolden and Steve Breston all had over a thousand yards receiving. Cheeseman, as you've done before, can you read the uh, who they beat? They, oh no, no, not this time. No Steelers this time. Or, I mean, no Packers this time. Yeah, they they beat the Falcons, the Panthers, and somehow. God, that was the shitty. That had to have been the shittiest NFC Championship game ever. Nine yeah. seven versus nine six and one. The Eagles. Yep, they beat an Eagles team that was nine six and one, but more impressively, they beat eleven and five Atlanta and twelve and four. You know, Panthers. Uh, and then they lost to the Steelers in that great fucking Super Bowl. <sighs> That's the one where James Harrison made that interception right before the half. That totally changed everything because I think I think Arizona was about to score again, and that was going to be pretty much that. And then fucking that was the San Antonio Holmes catch one, right? Yeah, the he ended the game. Yeah, and then I think they named him MVP, even though it probably should have been uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, that 
legitimately that time, I guess. Um, that's also the one where Larry Fitzgerald has that massive catch, that 64 yard touchdown where he just like runs right up the middle in between the safeties. And is just like, yeah, try and catch me. This you is the season. This is the season that Larry Fitzgerald was like on like something else. He had 96 catches and 1,431 yards. Like Larry Fitzgerald was on. It was, was fucking great that year. I miss him. I miss him a lot. You know that he has a podcast with Tom Brady now, right? Yeah. Well, with Larry? Is, yeah, you didn't you didn't know that Ulysses? Oh, dude, that 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 just sounds awesome. Yeah, Tom Brady and Larry Fitzgerald do a podcast together, which is is it, it just sounds weird, doesn't it? Cuz like you're wondering yeah. like what relationship do these two have? One of pure respect probably. Yeah, it probably is. How can you not? Cheeseman, you have anything to say about these guys? They show one the 2000, all right. I, I feel like of all the teams in here that didn't, that just fell short, this is the one that, this I'm is like, the one oh, that should have done it. This is the one that hurt the most because it's like, oh, they, they came back in the fourth quarter, they took the lead, and then Big Ben just did what Big Ben did. And he just marched the Steelers down, and San Antonio Holmes caught it in the corner. And I can see the images in my head of that. I'm like, God dang, Steelers. That's so near. It was the most clutch of catches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ulysses, is there anything else you'd like to mention for these kinds of things before we go? Uh, yeah, the only other team that I would like to talk about, and now granted, it's not the most impressive just because they were the first seed and everything, but the 2017 Eagles playoff run when – they lost their MVP candidate, and they somehow won the Super Bowl. Somehow won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles of all damn people. Nick you know? fucking Foles. Nick goddamn Foles. Big Dick Nick. That's and the like, name. And it, 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 it's crazy, right? And the, the the idea that they won still, I can't really comprehend that, you know, because. They so they had the first round by obviously because I believe they were the one seed at the time. Yep. And then they won a close game against Atlanta. They mollywopped the hell out of the Vikings in the championship yeah. game. And then wait, is that the that's the uh, I think that was the year that the Vikings went thirteen and three, right? Or eleven and five? I think I want to say thirteen and three. Yeah, that's the one we talked about earlier where Zimmer totally screwed that shit up too. Oh, well, in the last podcast, I mean. But I like that you brought them up, but I also hate it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not very fond of myself right now. <laughs> uh but you're right though, it is it is crazy because that's the year that Carson Wentz had an MVP level season until he got hurt. Uh and then just <sighs> What a weird way for them to win the Super Bowl. That's like with Nick Foles and I hate that fucking team. God, I hate that fucking team. Uh, I like that, by the way, that you're you're right. It is it, it, it is a pretty I didn't think about that one, but it is a pretty impressive one because it is a backup quarterback that's doing it all. 
I can't think I'm trying to think of another time where a backup quarterback had to step in and actually had success in the playoffs, but I can't. Uh, that might be the best example. <sighs> I guess Nick Foles gets to have that, doesn't he? F- fucking Nick Foles. All right, Cheeseman, you should take and, us home. And the best nickname. Oh, yes, Big Dick Nick. Big Which, Dick Nick. We'll let him have that one, Ulysses. We'll let him have that one. Dropping balls. So is there anything else you want to add, Cheeseman? Yeah, Anything fuck Antonio that... Brown. I don't believe a word that he says. Um... <laughs> God. We're not talking about that anymore. That was this week in sports, my friend. I know, but he just dropped a... Well, not him. His lawyer his, just dropped a whole statement. statement. And there's not... Everyone's right. There's no way he wrote it because it's... We know what Antonio Brown is and what he's like, so there's no chance in hell he actually wrote any of that. Dick. Um, I have been the, at the Cheese Abides and at OG Cheeseman Patrick Cheeseman talking very close to the microphone right now. It's fun for editing. Fun, fun, fun. Uh, I have been Anthony F. You're very tired, very sleepy, very exhausted, very beat down by 2022 already. Co-host of uh, the Beards and Balls podcast, you can follow me at Born to Run underscore nineteen. Do not forget to follow the podcast at Beards underscore Balls. Do not forget to rate and review and leave a text review. He's a rape of review, son of a bitch. If you're doing it on uh, Apple Podcast, and uh, yeah, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. So do that and tell a friend. Tell a fucking friend. Hey, Ulysses, have you heard of this podcast that we're doing? It's this exact podcast podcast? that we're on. We're friends. I'm telling you. Cool. Tell other friends. Ulysses, where can they find you? Uh, You can find me at we underscore CHO underscore uh, pretty much anything. If you follow me, let me know that you that you got you're following me because of the podcast. I'll follow you back. Oh, yes, please do that. Anytime that you do decide to follow us or interact with us, uh, yeah, let us know if it's from the podcast or unless you're some weird creeper on Twitter, you know. Uh, but even then, at this point, I'll take any application for friendship. So, all right, guys. Eric, um, I hope you're listening to this episode, Eric. Who's Eric? Eric. You know what? who he is. Okay. Anyways, I love you. Not Ulysses. Bye. Bye, Kaufman. Hello. Kaufman, come home.